great team. Love Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And as many of us can verify in our own lives, growing older isn't what it used to be for previous generations. To these ends, our guest is an expert on redefining aging as it fits the new social norms of today. Dr. Frieda Birnbaum is an author, a frequent guest expert, a research psychologist, and a psychoanalytic therapist. Her award-winning book is entitled Life Begins at 60. I love that title. And she's joining us today to share her thoughts on aging in today's society. This is a topic near and dear to my heart. Boy, am I happy to have you on the show. Welcome, Dr. Baum. It's my pleasure, and it is uh, something that we need to look forward to because it is more exciting than ever, and people need to get the right message so they can celebrate life as they do get older, rather than fear the unknown. You have just, are you, right at the top of the show, you have nailed it. And I will say, I will speak for our generation, because we are both boomers. And, of course, for years we've revolutionized society in a lot of different ways, and we're still going strong. Uh, so you have some thoughts about why the entire construct or the social norms that we have around aging need to be redefined in today's society. Yes, because we are living younger, so the rules no longer apply. And when we're talking about numbers, it really doesn't validate what that represents today. So the numbers have a different meaning uh, to the way we live our lives. And we're looking at the fact that, as I was telling you before, that there's excitement. Uh, turning 60 it can be a wonderful time. That's when you really have the whole package you have it all together, you know who you are, you know what you want, you're still healthy enough uh, to follow through. And the problem is that people, when they are younger, they put a stigma onto getting older, and they'll get older themselves once, and they'll see that they're wrong. Uh, They'll see that they have something to look forward to. Because really, when you turn 60, uh, you have more to offer than you did before. And it's not only about wisdom. Uh, It's about knowing that you're the one in charge and you're the one that has the ideas and not looking to anybody else. Well, and also, uh, I know we've had a chance to chat, and I've read a little bit of your work, and you, you know, you, you were saying, I, I was, I've been thinking of, of Gail Sheehy's wonderful book, which is now, what, 30 years old, Passages. So several of the concepts we hold about age and what, you know, each uh, decade defined or whatever are no longer true for us, and you suggest that each decade has a new meaning compared to years past. Of course it does. You know, it used to be that in the 20s, you would get married. Uh, in your 30s, you would raise your family. Uh, in your 40s, you'd start getting ready to be grandparents. Uh, into your 50s, and then, of course, 60s, uh, you would retire. Well, today, developmentally, we're talking about 20, 30, 40, 50, and even into your 60s, raising your family, having a new relationship, changing careers, changing locations and lifestyles. Whatever you want, there's a mixed blend. And that's why I say uh, age does not defy you uh, because we're not living, you know, those stages that we're supposed to be living 
And so when someone's living in a certain stage, that's who that person is, not the age that where they're supposed to be if they're 40, 50, or 60. So we need to be able to get on board with knowing that we're entitled. I mean, one of the things I did receive from women around the world was the inspiration for them to know that they can go ahead and change their lives and feel young and have even a child in a second marriage or uh, being able to know that it's okay to be 70 uh, and to reinvent yourself and doesn't mean retiring from life, but it's starting a whole new chapter, a second career, uh, doing the things you love to do, travel, exercise, will fit more. So a definition of who we are has changed. Well, and I don't want to get overly personal with you, but you do hold a national distinction. It has to do with age and families. And so you really walk your talk. And would you mind sharing a little bit about your personal life with us? Absolutely. You know, uh, we're talking about living the lifestyle. Uh, There are many women who look younger, that's true. And uh, because we're living healthier, that's part of it. But the real way of living your life has really progressed into defining the lifestyle. So my lifestyle has been that I've always sort of sought my own path because I didn't like the path I was given. I didn't like the fact that in my time, I'm sounding like, wow, she's ancient, but, you know, Women's Revolution, we're talking about that now, uh, you know, either a family or uh, having a, a career. Uh, what choice did you have? You were either uh, a good mother or a good career person. You couldn't do both. And even Gloria Steinem looks back and says she's sorry that she didn't do both. So I sort of made my own path along the way. And then, therefore, uh, when I was 60, it was nothing new. So I'm used to having all these stigmas, but what I wasn't used to was that I ended up in the media and everybody else knew about it. And why did you end up in the media? You hadn't been too specific about that. Well, you know, what happened was I wasn't going to tell anybody my age. I was going to tell them I was 10 years younger, and that was pretty believable. By the way, no one ever asked if I was the grandmother of my twins. So, so you had twins. I want I, to make sure of you. You had twins at the age of 60. That's, that is, yeah. uh, again, a distinction and a national, I would say, a very uh, a national distinction that is, you ought to be very proud of. I'm very proud of it because my boys are doing extremely well, and I'm very healthy and plan on living a long life. And uh, I... Told everyone about it because the doctor asked me to not be so small-minded, and maybe I can help other women to make decisions about age and productivity. And I'm still the oldest, but women in their fifties now are having children, and wow. it's more acceptable. Yeah, they they are. And as we get uh, to live longer, younger, it's uh, progressing. So it's about being. Uh, in charge and using that uh, personality that you have and seeing that you're still the same person and really um, people don't really 
judge you uh, today uh, for the numbers. Uh, they judge you for what you're doing. And if you fit in in a certain slot, that's more important. So with me, uh, with my boys, uh, they're getting together with friends. So I have that in common with the parents. We have uh, agendas and things to plan and parties and uh, activities. So that's where we are. That's what we do uh, together. So I did that, and I told the truth. I didn't know the response. I think the number is six zero. So I would have said five nine maybe. It wouldn't have been such a huge response. I guess yes, because that really hit a nerve. That number six, like wow. Um, yeah, and uh, it was uneventful. There wasn't anything. They they don't ask. I don't know where the videos are, but they actually took my birth into. They they videoed me having my birth. All right. Oh my As God. they took the babies out there. Yeah, my God. They that just because I felt I was asked to show that uh, you know Barbara Walters said about me that I I pushed the limits. It's supposed to be funny both back and forth. But I was on all these shows, all these major shows, asking <laughs> me about something that to me was. Um, not different than my having birth, giving birth uh, to my other children because I was healthy. I didn't see a big deal. And I wasn't really doing it uh, to make a movie, to write a book, to feel or look younger, as I was told. But I really was in, in a place in my life where I felt I could have um, a chance to be who I am, and that is, make a difference. But the real story, the real truth is this was my husband uh, who wanted to have more children. And usually men who want a second marriage, younger wife, they have a, another child. Nobody cares. I mean, Rod Stewart, and, and he was in the 60s. Donald Trump, I mean, Oprah called me the show and was one of her last shows, and Oprah, Donald Trump changed his mind and went on instead of me. And he's sitting there with a baby on his lap, my age. No one said a word about it, nothing. Yep. So we do have to, yeah, we do have to change uh, the way we look at women today. And women are having children later because of in vitro uh, that's helping them to process uh, fertilization uh, and, and uh, have a child. So we are having, so we can have children later if we want, and we're more educated, and we have careers, uh, and we have more. We have less of that pressure now. But what's interesting, she never said a word to Donald Trump. Yet the only reason she wanted me on was because I had children at that age. He was the same age as me. Amazing. Well, I gotta say too, one of the ideas that I, I of yours that I hold near and dear is that women in particular benefit from the new shifts in aging. So, give us an example or a couple of reasons why you think that's true. All right, so we somehow we were talking. So you, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to repeat that. The the sound went off. So. What I said is one of your ideas that I I find particularly heartwarming and, you know, struck a chord with me is that you believe women in particular benefit from the new shifts in aging. So give me a reason why you or why do you think that's true? 
Well, it's always been, uh, you know, a double standard. Uh, men uh, in the media, and I, I had an interview with a man who was kind of wrinkled. I hope he's not listening, but if he is, that's okay. This is more acceptable. And he said to me, well, I don't feel a stigma, and I'm your age. So I said, duh, that's exactly my point. You're a man. I mean, Walter Cronkite was on, and he had all these uh, wrinkles. Nobody really cared. But when Barbara Walters came on, a woman, uh, was a big deal about it. So, yes, women uh, have this kind of uh, stigma when you look at the news or you look at anything. Um, they're beautiful, and they are uh, in their 30s. So we still have to look at what that represents today in the media because in Europe, older women are sort of essential. Um, they, are, they have partners uh, that are younger than them, and that's not a big deal. So we're pretty provincial here in this country, and we need to be able to step back and see. Now, a lot of women who are older and look younger, that's common. That's very common. But women who are older, who look older, that you don't see uh, in, in the media as much. Yeah, no, you you raise a good point there, that's for sure. Well, the other thing that I wanted to say, too, is I, I really like the idea that you put forth that middle age used to be 35, and now it's closer to 60. And I am I'm over, I'm in my 70s, but I keep adding another late, and so I'm late, late, late middle age. My daughter's middle age, she's in her mid-40s, but I really think when we start calling ourselves old and God forbid the word elderly. I mean, that just is just a, a, like a, a well, fingernails that, going down the chalkboard for me. <laughs> well, it should be because it should be because it just is not the appropriate word. You know, uh, it's interesting because I'm using different words. Middle age, we should call it peak age because that's when we're at our best, really. And I'm talking to the 50s and into the 60s. 70s and so on, that's really when we thrive. And instead of retirement, we should be reinventing ourselves because we're not sitting in rocking chairs, we're traveling, we're doing the things we love to do, our second careers. So we're and really, uh, this generation, our generation, is setting new paths uh, for what age, uh, the implications of, of what's ahead. And I think it's very exciting. And I'm going to read this to you very quickly. So somebody wrote this, and, he, and I read this article. I didn't get his name. But he said that today, 20s is mostly uh, when you practice uh, who you are. And then 30s is when you figure out who you're going to be. 40s, you don't pick up speed until uh, you're in your 40s. And then um, that's when you start peaking. And in your 50s, is when you gain momentum. 60s is when you make uh, your most significant difference in the world. And 70s, you're reinventing yourself. And 80s, um, you can't possibly be too old uh, till you're into your 80s, and that's iffy in itself. And you know what? This is not an exaggeration, because that's what's happened to me. Exactly. That's what's happened to me. 60s is peak when you're the most significant things you do in, in, in your life, and 70s you're reinventing yourself. 
I love it, Dr. Fairbaum. Well, this has been such an uplifting and fun conversation. I want to make sure our listeners can find out more about you, your work, and, of course, your wonderful book, Life Begins at 60. So where can our listeners go on the web to find out more about you? Okay, so I just want to tell you quickly, the older you get, the younger you'll be because age is constantly changing. My book is on uh, Barnes & Noble uh, and Amazon. Uh, DrFrida.com is my website and whatever, DrFrida at gmail.com, D-O-C-T-O-R at gmail.com, DrFrida. Well, and Dr. Fried, I have also linked to your website in the description. So uh, I, I hope uh, all of these listeners out there, you, you know, you take that, take your time to click on that link and find out more about what Dr. Berenbaum or Dr. Frieda, however you choose to be referred to, uh, has for you because your message is so inspiring and it's filled with, uh, like I like to say, embracing our age and living a satisfying, happy life, friendship filled, no matter what our age. So, Doc, thank you so much, Dr. Berenbaum. It was a true delight. My pleasure, and so are you. <laughs> Thank you. And two, please check out Dr. Bernsbaum's website, uh, drfrieda.com, her book, Life Begins at 60, and her own podcast, I love this name, Pushing the Limits. These are going to give you a wealth of information, lots of motivation, and just might help you re-energize your life after 50, 60, 70, 80, and beyond. And so go out there and show just the world just how feisty and fabulous a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.